This episode is brought to you by Kendall and Hyde, makers of leather satchels, boots, and belts built to last a lifetime. Two, if you count the cows. Visit kendallhyde.com slash madcast and use the promo code MADCAST to receive 15% off your order. Welcome to the best debate in the universe, the only debate show where I argue both sides of an issue and you decide which is more persuasive. I'm your host, Maddox. With me is Sean... The audio engineer. Hello, Maddox. Joining us again is Mikey Boltz. Whoa, 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 what up? And Rocka Rocka Ali, welcome back. What, what is this? Is this punk rock music? No. Turn down that punk rock music, It's not will punk, you? okay? It's not punk at all. And also, special guest today, joining us all the way from around the world, I don't even know where you live anymore, is Austin Blank. Hey, thanks for having me, and thanks for turning off that music for my intro. It gives me more of an oomph. Oh yeah. That. Well, there uh, is some there is some very light jazz. I don't know if people noticed, but there's some very light jazz playing in the background that during these intros. Yeah, during these <laughs> during these intros. I feel like it's a very it gives it a classy air. So d- why you you're disagreeing with that, Rucka? How can you disagree I was with just that? Testing to see if it works. Oh, okay, yeah, it works. So because Rucka and Mikey, you guys are senior moderators, right? Sweet. So I, I've decided I'm going to start promoting my moderators on the show. Mm. And you guys, I'm going to give you the new title of. Deputy moderators. Oh, do we get badges? Whoa! You're welcome. No, you don't. You don't get badges. You you earn that. You earn that. We work. We got to work you up get, to that. You get sound buttons that non-senior moderators get. Yeah, that's right. So Austin yeah. doesn't even have a sound effect. This I'm going to be making up weird noises over here to interject. Yeah. So Austin, you have an art project that you want to promote. We'll get to it a little bit sure. later in the show as yeah, well. Yeah. But uh, can you tell us a little bit about it? Uh, it's called Soup Flavored Blankets. It's built and installed at Burning Man. Okay. Uh, it's only up for one week a year, and uh, it's a lot of work. And so what, what, is, what, is, what is Soup Flavored Blankets? So, so basically what happens when people go to Burning Man, besides all the things you already think of, there's this place called Deep Playa, but you're not just at a festival. You're in the middle of the desert, and people forget that they're in the middle of a desert where it's like extremely hot and extremely cold when the sun's setting you're in freezing cold weather and people are underprepared so we have an art installation a giant soup can that's what i want and a giant uh, cracker box and we serve soup and blankets to people oh okay so we, it's very we, it's a very comfortable it's not it's something that people come to for comfort now how cold now you know as a listener to the show i'm yeah, sure yeah you guys uh ruck up mikey i'm sure you're thinking that this sounds like a bunch of pussies uh, out in the desert, freezing their asses off. How cold does it get, Austin? No, it gets below freezing. It's like 20 degrees sometimes, easily 32, no problem. But, We're talking Fahrenheit. Right? Uh, no, no, Celsius. Celsius. Al- always centigrade, always. Okay. All right. Um, what do you got? Have you been, Mikey, have you ever been to Burning Man? I have not. Any interest? A little bit. I'm, I'm curious about it. I'd like to look into it before I just plunge into it, like most things in my life. But I'd like to see. Well, like most things, it's your... What I if just you... jump into things. Yeah, well, actually, so we should also mention on Mikey's channel, you have just... Started kind of a new wave of videos that you're mm-hmm. doing, kind of like rant and personal videos. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of feuds going on on YouTube as it is, and I just kind of forgot that I had my own voice, you know. Yeah. Doing all the impressions as it is, I forgot that I can actually, you know, share my opinions from time to time. Right. And uh, and I and I finally just exercised that uh, that thing. Good. That's, yeah, <laughs> your voice, your voice is what. Yeah, that old thing. And Rucka just had a conclusion of a giant feud with you, huge YouTuber KSI. It's over? Yeah. Well, it, I think so, right? I guess. I don't know. Would you call him huge? <laughs> well, Uh-oh. and it starts back up. <laughs> there it is. Shots fired. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, moving on, though, guys. <laughs> Last week, the debate was 
Milo Yiannopoulos got banned permanently from Twitter. The question is, is it good to ban people who harass others, or is it a violation of free speech? Before listening to the episode, 59% of people said it was a violation of free speech. After listening to the episode, 62%. Yeah. I'll say, it moved. The needle moved, Sean. Don't nod. Changing minds every week you are. I am changing minds. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. I enlighten people, Sean. I broaden your fucking horizons. That's what I do on the show. What? <laughs> what, Rocka? Sometimes it's just... With no follow-up. Oh, just a buzz with no follow-up. Well, here's what I truly believe. Because, you know, I, I read some snarky, shitty, bullshit-ass comments on the internet. And no way. Yeah. Yeah, believe it or not, there's, there's, there's this place called the internet. It's full of shitty comments. Ugh. And one of them was like, uh, uh, Matt, uh, it- Maddox's new show, it seems pretty obvious what side of the debate he's always on. And then and then I got literally like two comments down from that. Someone else was saying, well, the show is, uh, it's shit because you can't tell what side he's at, he actually believes. Well, so which is it, assholes? Because here's the thing. A couple episodes ago, I brought in a debate that I argued both sides of. And guess what? It was somewhere in the middle. Both sides had points to them. Yeah. Points of validity. So you can, it doesn't have to, I'm trying to get you guys to get out of your fucking singular tracked mind. Well, it sounds like that that one guy didn't get the point of the show. No, he's he's an idiot. You can't tell what side he's on. It's like, yeah, that's That's the the show. That's the point, shithead. That means I'm doing a good job, you fuckface, idiot. Um, I think Twitter was trying to make an example out of Milo Yiannopoulos. Now, a lot of people came down, this was the number one argument against Twitter banning Milo Yiannopoulos, uh, or Milo. They said, there is a lot worse stuff on Twitter, right? ISIS is on Twitter. There are people who are criticizing, they're making racist comments, there's KKK members on Twitter, right? Why aren't those guys banned? What about people who harass, who harassed Milo? Like, here's the thing, guys. Twitter's a huge platform with millions of people. They can't police everyone, so they probably just go after a few big fish. I think that's what they're doing. I, I'm, I, I'm not saying I necessarily agree with Milo's banning. I don't think that he did anything too egregious uh, for all the research I did. But uh, yeah, it seems like there's, there's a little bit of a double standard, but they're just going after the big guys to make an example. Okay. What? Yeah. Is that what you believe? That's what I believe. Yeah. Yeah, but get to the. Oh, the, the, do you I, think I don't that think it's okay been. or not okay. On a fundamental level. Okay. You Sean, Sean, you're asking me, is it okay to ban people? Well, yeah. You you sound like you're explaining what happened, but you're not really taking a stance. Yeah. My stance is this. Yes, it is sometimes okay to ban people. I don't know that it, that Milo is one of these cases, though. All right. That's my stance. I don't know where you stand on this. Yes, you do, Austin. I just fucking explained it. <laughs> Wait, as a moderator, and you're watching the needle shift uh, every show, and you're trying to be in the in the middle. Like, what's the point of watching the, the needle? Should go nowhere. You should have not gotten anywhere. Well, well, that's anywhere. usually where it doesn't go <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> then, then you know you're doing your job right. Actually, yeah, yeah. Fundamentally, there could be the same the same number of people whose minds are changed for the affirmative as to the negative. So you could you see d- you the, just swap. Yeah, the I crowds. could sw- I could have swapped the crowds. Okay. If people even start to think about the opposite side of these debates. I'm happy. That's all I want. So, guys, um, we just came back from Comic-Con. Austin and I were there. And, Rucka, this will make you happy. A lot of people have been, uh, you know, doing this shitty, stupid, juvenile, infantile T-shirt bit That's that, you know, Mikey, you, you've been on the show before. You know that people expect free T-shirts because Rucka on episode two said that I'm giving away free T-shirts. I'm not giving away free We're t-shirts. giving away free T-shirts. No, I'm not. Absolutely not. That's the, absolutely not true. The best true. part about this, we're in a room filled with T-shirts right <laughs> now. <laughs> so many shirts. So many shirts. We're so, giving these away. I decided, I decided at Comic-Con I was going to do a couple of things. First of all, I was giving away free posters, but I was selling the rubber bands. 
and the rubber bands were being sold for a dollar a piece. Wait, what? Yeah, that's right, Sean. You come by my booth at Comic-Con, free poster, a dollar rubber band, or two for five. What does the rubber band look like? It's just a rubber band, but I signed them. So I did a contest for free T-shirts, actually, Rucka. Yeah. So this will make you happy. Yeah. For for once, I decided. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's not entirely free. You have to earn it. You had to play a game. The game was to speak for 30 seconds without using the word um or uh or any long pauses. And I want to see if people could do it. Here's how. Here's how. Here's a few people who tried the contest. Listen to this. My name is Andy from Las Vegas. Andy, for 30 seconds, tell me everything you know about ice cream go well i know that ice cream is it's cold and ice cream is tasty and shit and uh (laughs) (laughs) you blew it you blew it andy all right andy from las vegas out of my booth out of the comic-con convention you're out you're out yeah, I kicked him out. I escorted him out of the building. Here's the and he got a T-shirt for participating. Absolutely not. No he did way. not. Everybody, no way. we're giving out free T-shirts in case people nope. are listening to this show and are wondering about that. Absolutely not. Here's one, here's another one. Here's from Aaron at Comic Con. I'm Aaron, and I'm from Anaheim, California. Aaron, yes. In 30 seconds, tell me everything you know about recycling. Go. Well, recycling is a all right, all right. Were you saying the word uh or were you saying U H? U H. Okay, then you you fucked up. You're out. You're out. That, you didn't even make like two wow. seconds, dude. You blew it. All right. Here's a Did you give him a second chance, that guy? No, but here's a oh. here's a guy. Okay, this this next guy, Jeffrey, I did give a second chance. Here's his first try. Listen mm-hmm. to this. For 30 seconds, tell me everything you know about automotive repair. My dad's a mechanic. He drives a Nissan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, blew it. you blew it, Jeffrey. Six six seconds. Wow. Absolutely. That was terrible. We're, All right. We're going to be giving away a Nissan. Uh, <laughs> Rucka, enter, Rucka. enter for your chance to win. <laughs> Just <laughs> click the link below, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, one person is going to uh, about, uh, I think, so six people are going to get the keys, but only one of them opens the Nissan. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about we'll see we'll see if any keys open the Nissan. He's gone right from now. radio giveaways to game shows. Yeah, we're just giving away cars now. Yeah. All right. Here's here's uh, here's Jeffrey's second try. Here we go, Jeffrey. Round two for thirty seconds. Tell me everything you know about Star Wars. Han Solo is a human. <laughs> Chewbacca <laughs> is a Wookie. <laughs> no, yeah. Luke. Long pause. He sounds like a robot yeah. too. Bullshit. I am a robot. <laughs> well, hey, when, when, when did you say um? That's kind of like how, uh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, blew it. Uh, everyone, everyone who, almost everyone who came by the booth blew it. One guy from Tijuana came up, and he nailed it 29 seconds for 29 seconds, and then right at the end he said, uh, blew it. Almost got a free t-shirt. Was it in English or Spanish? English, yeah. I don't know if you'd be able to decipher a Spanish uh. Oh, what would no, that be? No, they say it too. Yeah, but is it is does it have like a silent J or something in there? No. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> I hear Spanish people all around California. Yeah. All our Spanish speaking <laughs> listeners, please chime in about how you guys say uh in Spanish. Yeah. Uh Um so guys, one other thing. What Ruck? You said um. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh, for, by the way, for every time Maddox says um or ah, uh, uh, free t-shirts. Wait, you, uh, you uh, just said uh, it, shithead. I don't have a yeah. sound thing. I just, I hear it all the time. But I don't have a sound. Boo. Yeah, boo. All right, guys, real quick, a little note. I am doing a survey for our sponsors on our website. I'll be linking to this on the website. Go to madcastmedia.com. Click on the survey. 
It'll give the sponsors a little bit of information about who's listening to the show. It really helps us out. Really appreciate it. But moving on, I got some voicemail. Here's the first one. This one. This one's for you, Sean. Listen oh, I'll bet it is. Yeah. Hey, Max, quick question. Is there a way that I can get a soundbite of Sean saying, hey, you can him on your head. That, that just made my day. <laughs> and fuck, I got to go. I'm going to pull over. <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, I wasn't going to do it until the very end where he said he got pulled over to leave us that voicemail. Yeah, how's that app now, shitheads? Huh? That's that app would have come in handy. Anyway, Sean, here is the That pull. was talking about the... Uh, the threesome, the kid who put yes. his, his balls on yes, the forehead of the exactly. teacher. Here's the, here's the pull for Sean. You get a scrotum on your head. <laughs> Thank there you. you go. There you go. I got my I own hope, thing. I hope it was worth the ticket. <laughs> here's another one. Hello. Okay, no, we're not, not getting, not even Stephen Hawking's getting a t-shirt. What? No, so, Mikey, last episode, I got about a billion voicemails correcting me about the evolution of a coughing into a wheezing. Do you, did you know that evolution char- flow for the Pokemon? Are you a Pokemon Go player? I, uh, I love Pokemon. Oh, shit. <laughs> but I'm not all about Pokemon Go. I just don't. I just haven't gotten addicted to it like well, everybody yeah, he, else has. He probably has a girlfriend. Okay, you know what? Who I'm helping move right now because yeah, that's my boyfriend come, duties. Oh, it doesn't come. sound like it. So, Mike, you're supposed to be helping your, your girlfriend move right yep. now. And I'm here. But and Maddox you- <laughs> is such a procrastinator, he's, he's helping you out. Hey, you're Good. welcome. There you Thank go. you, Maddox. Mm. All right, moving on. Sean, this one's, uh, this one's for you, too. Sweet. Listen to this one. Sean, this is uh, your grandmother. This is uh, how I talk. How come you don't come a visit no more, eh? I lay a fresh, clean, a plastic sheets on the sofa for you. Next time you come, you should bring uh, your cute Greek friend, Maddox, along. Under a party for Terre. Hey. Oh, that's amazing. Your gra- I didn't know your grandma was listening to the show. I know. Your, your old Italian grandmother. <laughs> it's too bad we don't have a razor sponsor anymore. Take yeah. care of that mustache. Hey, oh, coming nervous. soon. Yeah. So do that survey, guys. Coming soon. And coming soon, your chance to uh, join us for Sean's uh, spaghetti dinner mixer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at, at Madcast Studios, coming yeah. up uh, next month. Actually, we should do that. Sign up now, yeah. First of all, fuck you, Rucka. <laughs> Second of all, this is why Rucka is good at the internet. Because that wouldn't have been a thing mm-hmm. had he said, that's going to be a thing. Yeah. He brought it up later, and he made it a thing. And, and by- I respect that while I hate him at the same time. And by the way, it was so hard to not laugh. When I, when Rucka did that last week, he was so proud of himself. He's sitting there giggling to himself. And, yeah. I, st- and I stopped a few times to look at him like, hey, are everything okay, buddy? What's going on? And he's sitting there, it's going to be a thing. <laughs> I think Sean should bring in like uh, like an his have like an Italian corner like once a week yeah, every show he ta- what? talk about like either Italian history or just your family's yeah. stories. The Italian stuff. corner. I got a Sean. few. I got a few. Okay. Hey, we but, we, uh, we got a new bit. What about the uh, the Armenian minute? Okay. Oh, that's coming up. <laughs> no, that's, that's coming up at the bottom of the show. Absolutely. I've been thinking about that all no, week. No, oh, yeah. no, the Armenian minute. The Armenian minute is, that, is a thing. That's not a thing. That's I don't, a thing. What would that even be? I don't even know what you're I'll talking be, you about. Know, you, you talk about oh, for man. 60 seconds. You talk about your your heritage, your your experience as an Armenian American <laughs> in America. What's it like? Right, or I've got you. an even better idea. Let the fans do it. 
No, no <laughs> you want to hear the oh. fans' Armenian minutes? Yeah, this is gonna be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna be. I, I, I predict that this is not going to be offensive or stereotypical at all. It's not. It's gonna be totally racially sensitive. I, I, I predict that. Yeah. 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 But, but in all seriousness, we are gonna do the Armenian minute because no. this is a way to reach out your community, your your audience. You've got this yeah. built-in edge, right? You uh, people want to hear what you have to say, and uh, we're gonna get the. The Armenian community to tune into the show more. My big, my big Armenian base. Anyway, here's here's uh, you know what, Rucka? Yeah. Fuck you. Here's a voicemail about you. Oh. <laughs> Max, Rucka, Rucka, sounds like Aziz. I'm sorry. What the fuck, man? <laughs> That's the question. Is what the fuck? Um, have you ever gotten that before, Rucka? Do you think no, Mikey? Do you think he sounds like Aziz? I'm sorry. Do do your best, Aziz. I'm sorry. You're good at impressions. Yeah, you do. and and a debate the impressionist thinks you do yeah there's some of it but i think rucka is lower overall like like my sense of humor goes lower and height wise like lower we talking about your your voice it's similar but it's different too all right well i got a really i got a really pissed off caller listen to this guy oh sweet he was really pissed off about the debate about uh, milo yiannopoulos listen to this guy good job Maddox. absolutely the best job you can possibly do with this new episode <laughs> by the way i'm being completely satirical about that that was such an awful episode you completely misrepresented the entire argument and Milo Yiannopoulos. it was so awful it made my head hurt i can't believe you're so bad at representing it you didn't talk about actual facts relating to the issue nope. and your sources will we got best. Yeah, NPR. This guy's called before. It's such a foolish person in that. And Dude. your information was completely wrong and unjustified. <laughs> you won't even show this one because you're an arrogant coward and someone's actually calling you out. Whoa. Because I'm not going oh. to be saying free speech to you because it's just noise. Because I'm canceling out your thoughts. By the way, my t-shirt size is XL. No, no, we're not doing that. No, fuck you. <laughs> no, he's fuck getting, that guy. He's getting a shirt. That guy's called before. I that think guy so. sounds like Lars Ulrich from Metallica. Huh. That's a, that's a deep Just, reference. Is, does yeah. Lars sound like a nasally nerd who's really upset and, does, and can't put his thoughts together? Is that like Lars? That. Guys, so uh, Metallica, Metallica is back in the studio. Yeah. We're, you probably do it better. I don't. You don't, no, you that's don't know Lars, yeah. Yeah. Lars, yeah, Lars is kind of a nerd. I remember they did those old totally. That sounds like him, actually. So, so Metallica. Listen, for the listeners, I, I listened to this guy's voicemail twice before I brought it in. And I tried listening very carefully to any actual criticism that he made or he said of me. There is not a single fucking thing that I can sink my teeth into there. He's saying that I didn't bring in any facts. Wrong. I brought in facts. He's saying that I didn't bring in any real news sources. I brought in like NPR and what? uh, uh, Like Forbes or business. I always bring in real news sources. Well, he said you misrepresented the story. Oh, I misrepresented. No, I did not. I didn't even know about the story until you brought it in. Yeah. I did not misrepresent the story. I brought in all the facts. There's not a single fucking fact that that shithead said in that call. And I wanted to bring that in because you guys, you guys speak a lot, but you don't say a lot. Okay? There's an important distinction there. You can talk, but you're not saying anything. Just because your fucking mouth is flapping, right? I could have deleted that whole fucking bullshit-ass voicemail and lost nothing on this show except for 30 seconds of your lives. You're I, welcome. What? I got it. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> yeah. He's so happy with whatever's about to come out of we'll his call mouth. It, we'll call it a slice with Sean. <laughs> everyone oh everyone has a, a pizza slice ready to go. <laughs> Get off of this. Get off of this. Sean will eat a slice. He is obsessed with this. I don't even want to know what he's doing all week. And he'll talk about his the old country. His heritage, the yeah. old country, which part of Italy you're from. Oh my God. There's uh, vast slice. differences between each region. Uh, yeah, slice of Sean. I like that a lot. Slice. It has a nice, it has a nice slice. They're from, they're from Naples, by the way. Yeah, you give, them, talk, give you them ammunition. Can, yeah. yeah, you can talk about that. Talk about the style of pizza they eat over there. Yeah. A slice with Sean. Uh, okay, guys. Wait, hold, on. Hold, pizza yeah. though. Like, I'm surprised they're called pizzerias because after you travel a lot, you get diarrhea. And when I think pizza and pizzeria, it's like pizza's giving me mm. pizzeria here. <laughs> so so it should I, be from Mexico then. Yeah, well, it could be if you drink the water. But that's a that's a good point, Austin. Pizzeria sounds like diarrhea. diarrhea. Sounds like diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm never going to be able to unhear that. Yeah. yeah. Every yeah. time I see a pizzeria. Uh, I've been having gurgly stomach too all weekend. Gur- what's gurgly stomach? That's like the precursor to a squirt, like a butt. Squirt. <laughs> that, so that's like that's the like the the pre pre pizzeria. Yeah, that's the pre pizzeria diarrhea. That's <laughs> <All right. laughs> fantastic. Uh, by by the way, guys, that call. Oh. You're calling it already. Douchebag of the week. That guy was the douchebag of the week. Fuck that guy. A size XL shirt, though. That no, you got to make sure no. we get that. No, he's not getting shit. He's not getting shit. Rocco, you should have been born in like the 40s, so you could have been like a 50s like door-to-door salesman. 50s? We're doing this now. I know. We're giving away but free I, But you're like the vacuum salesman who like comes up to the door like, check out this vacuum. Are yeah. you interested? Yeah, come on in. Come on in. <laughs> good evening. Take off my top hat. Say yeah. uh, good evening to the, to the wife and kids. Yeah. Sit down. Like the, the mime of selling things, yeah, with the Sh- voice that so, doesn't quite work. So, Sean, uh, last uh, last episode, you you mentioned you love French jokes. So, someone called in, and gave you a bunch of French jokes. I brought really? in a couple of these. Yeah, I'll play some more at the end of the show. But listen to this one. Hey, Sean, you know why France has had so many civil wars so they can win something on their own for a change? Oh my God. <laughs> here's a, here's another one. Hey, Sean. I tried coming up with a French joke, but I gave up. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, well, Sean, <laughs> Sean, you laugh, but at least uh, France didn't want to collaborate with Germany. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, guys yeah, over yeah. there couldn't wait to join yeah, forces with those true. Nazis. Well, yeah, Italy has a little bit of a bad track record of uh, changing sides during major conflicts. Yeah, and giving people diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Pizzerias. All right, guys, moving on. We, we, this is, uh, we, we've gotten like, way too top-heavy. Uh, moving on to the rest of the show. Before I, before I go on, uh, I will reintroduce the guest moderators again. Mikey Boltz, welcome back. Deputy hey, moderator. Thank You've you. You've been promoted. Thank you. You'll get promoted all the way to, what, executive? There'll be executive assistant, vice president of oh moderation. My. But right now, you guys are both, because you've done the show several times, you guys are both deputy moderators. Go ahead and play your buzzer sound. That's Mikey's <laughs> and Rucka. I'm, I'm more of a marketing guy. Like, I'm more into, like, the giveaways and the contests yeah. and, like, ways to promote the show, send the ratings through the roof. That's what I'm about. Okay. More, more than moderating. Unofficial, because I didn't. I know no one ever asked Rucka to do any of that shit. He's just doing it. He's yeah, mouthing you gotta off take every initiative he, in radio. He's selling me. I want to start giving away your stuff. Oh yeah, too. you're not going yeah. to. You're giving away soup, and that's about it. <laughs> so Austin, you don't have your own buzzer sound effect, so you'll just have to make your own. What is your buzzer sound effect? Bleh, Austin. There you go. There, there you, you go. Are, crowd yeah? pleaser. Yeah. Is that why not? They're gonna hate it either way. Every. Right. Uh, is this gonna be a thing, Rucka Rucka? 
Yeah, I think this is a thing. All right. Mm-hmm. Dude, why don't you just chime? You know what, Austin? Why don't you just chime in? If you want to buzz, you just say, Austin. Okay. <laughs> I like people's impressions of me. That's my impression yeah. of Austin. Can you do? You just met me. Can you do an impression of me? I don't know. Could I? Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that let's all do the rest of this episode with Austin impressions. <laughs> Rucka, let's hear yours. Hey, guys. <laughs> no, that sounds like a Ninja Turtle. Yeah. I love Dude, it. speaking of pizza, <laughs> pizza I, pizzeria, bros. Here's my awesome. Hey, uh, uh, hey guys, uh, where's my buzzer sound effect? <laughs> I'm going to Burning Mecca. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The funny thing is, you guys are doing impressions of me, and everybody thinks I sound like Seth Rogen. So I think oh, you yeah. sound like you do. Yeah. All right, all right, guys. Moving on to the story of the week in Virginia, Governor Terry McAuliffe restored an ex-offender's right to vote, but the Virginia Supreme Court recently ruled that the governor doesn't have the right to restore voting for ex-offenders. Now, these are people who've been in prison before. The question this week is, should ex-offenders have the right to vote? So he did this for one offender? All all offenders. All of them. It was a blanket rule. Yeah. Well, I know a little bit about this, and states are all different. There's some where you can never get the right to vote again. Right. There are two, I believe. I think it's Maine and Vermont. Oh, liberal states. That you can vote. No matter what you've done, basically. Well, Um, this is your chance. Before we go on to the debate, this is your chance. Go to madcastmedia.com, chime in, vote before listening to the debate, and vote after. Let's see what happens here, okay? I I really think I'll I'll move some uh, And and just to clarify, it's not sex offenders, it's ex-offenders. Ex-offenders. Although, sex offenders would be ex-offenders. They would be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is a subset. There's a Venn diagram of offending. See? Austin gets it. All right, moving on, guys. Here's the (laughs) arguments. It's geometry. (laughs) Here's the arguments for the voting, right? That they should, that, that ex-felons, ex-offenders should have the right to vote. So if we strip them of the right to vote, guys, what else can we strip them of? What other rights are we just going to arbitrarily strip ex-offenders of? Sex offenders stripping? Are you going to make a slippery slope argument? Uh, well, Sean, uh, you tell you me. I think you are. Well, here's the, here's the thing, Sean. Why not? I mean, where does it stop? Why? What's so what's so unique about the right to vote? Because we, can we just take away here? I'm going to read a list of rights and I want to see which ones you guys think are OK to deny prisoners. OK. All right. So you've most likely done something really bad. Fraud can be a felony, though, too. Fraud right? can be a felony. Yep. Uh, stealing, grand theft, those, th- those sort of things. Here are here's a list of rights and I want to see which ones you guys think. OK. It's OK to deny prisoners. How about to prohibit their exercise of religion? What do you guys think? Is that okay to deny prisoners? Are you just making this? This is a real thing. This is a real thing. These are these are rights, Austin. We have the Bill of Rights. In no, the yeah, but that's are people a trying First to take Amendment that thing. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Mess okay, so that. we're saying no. And I know. No and way. I know the right to vote is an amendment as well. That's right. Okay, what about free speech? But it's one of those ones we came up with later. But then you won't let an ex-felon like be able to buy a gun, which is a hot topic now. Well, like, that's because you've been in prison and you have a record. They're denied if they get checked because they have a record. Is that true? Is that true throughout the United I mean, States? No, no. It's like a state-to-state thing, and that's yeah. like one of the issues. Well, there you go. This you, is the same. This is a similar. So I'm going down these rights, actually, yeah, Austin. Yeah. That's on the list. What? Yeah, the right to bear arms. What do you think? Should, should prisoners be denied the right to bear arms? If it's a if it's an, uh, uh, you know physical crime that you used a gun. Like you I think probably, it goes crime to crime. Yeah. I think like, it depends. Hmm. Can you do that? That's how it should be. We need to know the spectrum of felony. Like, if you're a murderer who's, like, gotten off 20 years after double homicide, like, you probably shouldn't have a gun. But if you're a pot dealer that got caught with two pounds of pot and you were thrown in jail for it, like, why can't you have a gun? Hey, marijuana is illegal. In certain states. Well, no, it's illegal federally. 
They yeah. can do, they can, the states can do whatever they want, but this, the federal this, government could still bust This is going to be like an Obama audible right before he leaves office. Like, by the way, pots legal, peace out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Instead of pardoning everybody, he'll just. Yeah. yeah. Well, what about the right to petition the government for redress of grievances? That's also, that's also in the First Amendment, guys. A lot of people don't know that, but that's what the First Amendment. Say that again? The right to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Yeah, nobody does that. No, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, okay, what about this? What about, how about the 15th Amendment, guys? Should we repeal that one for prisoners, too? The government cannot deny the right to vote based on race, color, or having previously been a slave. That's what Trump's going mm. for, right? That's yeah, Trump his, is going for platform. that, yeah. Okay, race, well, the 15th Amendment, make yeah. America great again. Yeah, that's your... <laughs> is that... I mean, yeah, where, do, where do you draw the line, you're playing, a sem- you're playing a semantics argument with prisoner. Mm. What about... Guys, what about... That's the most geez. I've ever talked about the 15th Amendment in my life. Yeah. <laughs> what about the 19th Amendment, huh? The right for women to vote. Should we... Should we just that's, the, that's the barely legal amendment. I guess 18th Oh, I, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Awesome. Right. Very, so, funny, very funny joke. All right, guys, if we strip the prisoners of the right to vote, they are powerless to affect laws. Sometimes the very laws that got them arrested in the first place. I think that's a huge problem. So let's say... Okay, but... Right, so how many people in this room are pro legalizing marijuana i am me too mikey sean austin i know you are what, what uh, you mean I, you know you, I you probably have some weed on you right fucking now dude i don't do drugs <laughs> i don't know eh, austin no i don't know you left there you go uh, eh, maddox uh <laughs> Rucka, what about you uh yeah i mean I'd, I'd like to see it legalized but maybe in the meantime if a certain group uh has felonies maybe, okay, okay. maybe we don't want to moving in <laughs> Here, neighborhood. <laughs> here's where I here's where I stand on the on the legalization of, of marijuana. I am on the fence actually because I think that we have been moving towards illegalizing and making cigarettes more difficult for people to obtain because of the health risks. And I know people say, "Oh, marijuana's uh, good, Maddox, and it cures cancer." And all this. it doesn't fucking cure cancer. You guys are morons. And a Harvard study just found that there is still a shit ton of toxins in the stuff. Oh, now yeah. look, there are people who definitely need marijuana medicinally. I know people who have serious chronic injuries that nothing helps uh, alleviate the pain for except for marijuana. Yeah, there is valid medical evidence yeah, yeah, that yeah. it does help certain things. Absolutely. But really, 99% of people with uh, doctor's racks for medical marijuana have just, just want to get high. Yeah, they just want <laughs> to like, get high. Whatever, as long as you're honest about it and you're not driving around, I don't give that much of a shit. I think, I think the real thing is drugs in general, like in the war on drugs and this whole issue like places like Amsterdam and places that legalize everything, they don't see like a rise in crime and a spike in drug use. It actually all kind of goes down because like, oh, I, I can do it's like being underage drinking. All right, I like to drink man. all the time. But now that I'm 21, I don't really care. To when I was over in Amsterdam, it was such a normal thing for people to do like that, that it wasn't a hype thing like it was here because it was six years ago. So yeah. it was a big it was a big deal to us to be there. But it really wasn't to the community, you know. Like they're just kind of yeah. like hanging out. Yeah, I could no have been really cares. Up, I could have been shooting up heroin at twelve. It does, who cares? Everybody does it. Okay, but this is besides <laughs> the point. The reason I mentioned marijuana specifically is because there are there in this country alone, there are a lot of people who've been jailed for having marijuana on them, right? For marijuana possession, I've seen it actually happen. I've gone on yeah. a ride along with a police officer one time, pulled over someone, a woman, and her daughter was in the back. And he found in the in the backpack that her daughter's food was kept in that the lady had a little bit of marijuana, and then she got slapped with all sorts of fines. What? So a felony? No, no, that's not a misdemeanor. Is a misdemeanor? Well, well it, now it's state. not even a misdemeanor unless you have a certain amount. And it depends yeah. what it's all state to state. It's all state yeah. to state. It yeah, it doesn't. It's usually just a like it's a possession ticket so, now. So let's. 
So are we are we debating if we should legalize marijuana or no, 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 felons? Felons, <laughs> child felons. molesters, and murderers. Somebody's got to keep us on track. Should be allowed to vote. <laughs> Stay on top. Rock of it. Here's the point, guys. Get All right, your, if you oh. so so if a prisoner gets his right to vote taken away, then he has effectively been shut out from contributing to the process of the laws that made him a prisoner in the first place. What if he broke a serious law? Well, that's a different story, Sean. But I'm talking specifically specifically marijuana? Specifically marijuana or drug laws. Let's say it's a Well, then like Mikey said, like Mikey said, it should be a case-by-case basis. If you're like if you're if you're a convicted rapist or a pedophile or something like that, you probably shouldn't get a say in what goes on in society. No, I disagree. I disagree, Sean. I have a huge disagreement. Because here's the here's the thing. Uh, and Austin, I'll get you I'll get to your point too. But here's the here's the thing. Right now in this country, child molesters. Yeah. Or, or pedophiles, yeah. pe- people who are attracted to children. There's yeah. a law on the books that states if they go and talk to a counselor or therapist, by law, that counselor or therapist has to turn them in. Now, yes. if that if that guy get, ever gets arrested and they and they they are in jail, right? That's a that's a felony for sure. They're in jail. They should have the right to vote on laws to to help repeal that shady rule that's on the books. Well. <laughs> I don't know exactly about that rule. Are you sure about that? Yes. Because I, what I do know is that if they think you have a possibility of hurting someone else, then they have to inform the authorities. It, it sounds right. I, I think you're right on that. But so okay. wait, you're you're arguing the point that pedophiles should be able to get rid of that rule, so it's well, so e- that like pedophilia is easier to get away with. No, no, it eliminates the possibility of affecting legislation that put you in jail in the first place. Sometimes that's bad legislation. Sometimes you should be put in jail in the first I, place. Well, I agree, but that's not one of those instances that I'm arguing. I'm saying specifically ones where, say, a pedophile becomes an offender and goes to jail, as they should. If that pedophile had the opportunity to talk to someone, like a counselor, without the risk of just being go- like going to jail immediately, maybe that would have prevented the abuse in the first place. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, but here's the thing. The latest studies I've read say it is not a fixable thing. Well, maybe. Therapy doesn't work for that. Well, yeah, but here's the thing, Sean. It's so understudied. We don't know. There's so much we don't know about it. What, what no, were you going to say? I don't know, man. That's uh, I'm, you're, judge, you're judging people and then trying to like separate them out after putting them in a box. It's like the level of smart and intelligent political decisions you make aren't really based on whether you go to jail or not. They're, they're actually based on a, a fucked up system to begin with, I think. Hmm. Austin, I was not expecting anything well reasoned. <laughs> That's actually a good point. Uh, I got I'll, I got some history in my head I could throw out too. Yeah, you can spit some history. Are you want it real quick? Nope. Okay. Well, well what's, it, what's the history about what specifically? Well, like back back in the 1800s with slaves, they gave them three fifths of vote. Right. And the majority of people that all are in jail are minorities, and it's just like we're trying to get back to that three fifths vibe where it's like. The more we can take liberal votes off the ballot, the better the Republican Party is going to be. Because the most hmm. of the people that are already in jail are minorities, and they're and these are these is what the drug on war, the war on drugs, <laughs> is all about. It's this, uh, this revolving thing. Like we need to stop these cocaine dealers from making all this money, so we put more money into this, and like the money always just builds uphill to the shit, and they put minorities in jail. Now you want to take away their rights. Damn it, Austin. That's two for two. <laughs> Those are two well-reasoned points. I don't think I can disagree with that. Well, what about this as a, as a case for allowing prisoners to vote? The argument can be made that criminals don't care about politics and laws, right? Which is what put them in the prison in the first place, arguably. But here's someone who served time for multiple felonies in her own words. This is from NPR. It means to me a whole lot. I don't have any idea who I'm going to vote for. I just know 
I'm going vote. So there's a there's an actual ex-felon who, to her, this means a lot. This is, So this law that uh, the governor, McAuliffe, passed would have allowed the right to vote for 200,000 ex-felons, ex-prisoners, ex-offenders, whatever. Um, it would have given them the right to vote. And you're right, Austin, Republicans are opposed to this. Of course. And, yeah. liber- and liberals, the conservatives are opposed and liberals are for it. Yeah, it gives them more votes. It's a, it's a power struggle. But there's, there's also, I did read a study a while back because I was curious if ex-offenders are more likely to vote liberal. And I don't think it was a huge margin. I don't think it was it was a considerable amount. They're just thinking numbers of statistics of stuff, or it's yeah. just like general city people vote Democrat, while the rural people vote. Right. Well, what about this, guys? Allowing prisoners to vote keeps them involved in society, so they're not broken people on the outside. When they do finally come out, say you're in jail for 20 years, if you're going to lose touch with society while you're in jail, you're not going to know what's relevant anymore. You're going to come out, and there's going to be an entirely different world out there. I think that's way down the list (laughs) of reasons why they wouldn't be readjusted to society. Yeah, that's that's the... You know, fuck you. I thought that was a good argument, guys. Like Shawshank Redemption? Yeah, like Shawshank Redemption. Exactly. Because in Shawshank Redemption, the guy comes out of the the prison at the end of the movie, and he finds that he has become irrelevant. The world has moved on, right? The bookkeeper guy. Yeah, the bookkeeper guy. Guys, I just want to end on this point. How does preventing ex-offenders from voting protect the public's interest? How is that good for anyone in the public? That, that's a serious question, and that's a deep philosophical question. If you think about it, let's say this law, just across the board, it's a federal law, and we strike the ability for ex-felons to vote. How does that protect or serve the public? It makes the Republican agenda Easier to pass. I that's think. not. That's not. That doesn't answer the question, Austin. <laughs> so you don't have your opinion canceled out by some dumb fuck. Well, who's to say there that are dumb, dumb fucks out there that aren't con- felons? That's right? true. They're, yeah, they're, I know plenty of my people. Yeah, look, less people need to vote, not more. Okay. Okay. Look, go on Twitter sometime and just see the way everyone's ganging up on some poor motherfucker over something they tweeted. Look at the mob in action and tell me you want more people having their way in society. Anyway, well, Rucka, this is not an open forum where people go to vote and they just write down their opinion. They have they just check a box. Who does this law serve? The politicians who write it. That's my point. Yeah, but but th- that doesn't answer the question. How does it serve the public? That's I, I guess that's the question. It yeah. doesn't. Serve it doesn't the public. serve the public. It does not. Okay. Well, you know what does serve the public? Oh, Madcast listeners yeah. get fifteen percent off. This episode is brought to you by Kendall and Hyde, makers of leather satchels, boots, and belts built to last a lifetime. Guys, I'm going to show you something right now. This is watch out. This is the Kendall and Hyde leather boot that they sent me. So, Mikey, look at that leather <laughs> boot. It's a very sturdy leather boot, yeah. is it not? Oh, it's right? ver- it's very sturdy. So, guys, there are a lot of different types of boots. You can get a boot that is very workmanlike. They wouldn't seem out of place on a construction site, right? Some of these boots. This is not one of those boots. This. This boot, I would say, is a, is a dressy boot. This is a formal boot. It's a formal. You could wear this to a wedding, I think. Yeah. Ask ask the Italian. He knows leather boots. <laughs> yeah, he he knows does. leather boots. Yeah. Except in in Italy, they all sell genuine leather, which is not the same as full grain oh, how leather. How dare you? Yeah. It's not. I have some it's Italian not, belts. It's not. They're garbage. Garbage. So here's the here, here's the thing. I want all you listeners right now to do. If you're wearing a belt, look down at your belt. And unless it's Kendall and Hyde or a full grain belt, which I don't know very many people who sell full grain belts, but Kendall and Hyde does. Look down at your belt. It's probably thin, and it has a bunch of stitching on the back. If your belt is stitched, it's a garbage belt. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna go ahead and say that if it's a stitched belt, it's probably garbage. If it has a lining going all the way across the top and all the way across the bottom, it's because they they put two pieces of leather together, very thin pieces of leather, or even cardboard sometimes. 
That's not how Ken Olin Hyde does it, guys. They have high quality <laughs> what products. Are you, a homeless guy? What? Wearing cardboard belts? You no, they, they know do. a lot about cardboard belts. Yeah, they do that. They they put a, a, a fine strip of cardboard or some kind of compressed paper. I know. I've, I've seen that. Yeah, too, yeah, it's garbage. Not Ken Olin Hyde, guys. They have a lifetime guarantee. If anything happens to your products, send it in. They'll either fix it or replace it. Kendall and Hyde guys, Madcast listeners get 15% off your entire order. That's a fantastic deal. Thank you for supporting us, Kendall and Hyde, and thank you to the listeners for supporting us. Don't forget to take that survey on the website. But moving on, now it is time for the other side of the debate. Gentlemen, here are some arguments against allowing ex-felons to vote. All right? Are we not doing the Armenian minute? No, fucking oh. <laughs> No, that's not a thing. It's never gonna be a thing. Tell them about the Nissan. Oh, it's already a thing. <laughs> it's too late for it not to be a thing. If my thing is a thing, your thing is definitely going to be a thing. Yours is, yours is a thing, Sean, for sure. The, the right for ex-felons to vote, I think, is a bad thing, and here are the arguments for it. The Fifth Amendment of the Constitution states that no person should be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. Now, here's the thing, guys. If you've gone to jail... You've had the due process of law. So they are allowed to take away your life, your liberty, and your property. So if you're allowed to take all, all those things, why not voting? Why not your right to vote? Because if it, the, the right to live supersedes the right to vote. So why would that matter that we are taking away the right to vote? Who cares? We're allowed to execute prisoners. That's, that's, not, a, that's not a big deal. I, well, I guess it is. Some people, some people are opposed <laughs> yeah, to capital punishment. Yeah, if you're punishment. the prisoner. You know. Yeah. Although some want to die. Yeah, some, actually, that's true. There are some. They that's don't. True. They don't want to file appeals. They just yeah. want to be done with it. What? We're getting off. We're getting off. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not um, getting off. We take away. <laughs> we take away. So we take away. Again, we take away the prisoners' liberty by locking them up. We take away their property when they're arrested. We confiscate it. It just seems like this whole right to vote thing is splitting hairs. Why do we care so much about the right to vote when we already take away a lot of prisoners' rights? All right. That sounds yeah. like a good... Well, All right. okay. well, anyway, join us next week, and remember to leave us your T-shirt no. size, a Maddox paying your bills at the end of the uh, hour, and uh, well, see you next week. All right. The counter-argument to that, you said, um, oh, they've been through due process, yeah. but not everybody gets the same due process. Oh, so you're saying, Sean, that prisoners should have the right to vote to affect no. that law? No, not necessarily. It's a gray area because not everybody's gone to prison for the same crimes. Not everybody's had the same type of... Some people have gotten railroaded, framed, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, sounds sexy. I'm, I'm going the other way. If if you're in jail, you shouldn't be able to vote. If you're out of jail, you should be able to that vote. That is um That's it. No, that's uh, <sighs> a lot of states. Yeah. I think there's like I think th- because once you're in, you're in and yeah, you're stripped of many things. Yeah. But when you're done, we you haven't figured out a, a, no. a cookie cutter way to really like case to case it. So it's yes or no. Right. Yeah. And there, but there is no cookie cutter way. And right now it actually, it's been up to the States. I think, uh, there's a big checklist you can find pretty easily where it says this, these States allow this. There's some, it goes from the extreme of, you can always vote, which is two States, I believe that I n- mentioned earlier. Yeah. And then there's some where you can never get it back. And there, most of the States are in between. You can't vote in prison, but you can, when you get out, some are after you get out and you've completed parole and probation, then you can vote again. So they're, they're already, it's already a gray area. Yeah, but the Second Amendment is still denied to many ex-felons and ex-prisoners. Isn't that right? So would you say, Mikey, that when they get out of prison, they should have the right to bear arms reinstated? 
That's a different thing. That's mm. different. I, the thing that comes to mind is rehabilitation. Prison's supposed to rehabilitate you. You're put into jail because you're taken out of circulation because you're affecting the public in a negative way. And if you go to jail and get rehabilitated and serve your time, then the prison has done its job and you should be a productive member of society, thus granting you your right to vote because the system did well by the prisoner. Oh, interesting, Austin. Except it's wrong because ex-felons have broken a social contract, which is what got them in prison in the first place. They don't value societal contracts, so why should we value theirs? But they're, they're there to make the men's. They got, they got caught. They made the mistake. They go, I'm sorry. Like, forgive and forget and move on. And yeah, some do and some don't. So, yeah, some people, a better place. some people don't mean apologies when they say them. Austin. I mean, is that what the prison system is supposed to be about? Like, we're trying to help you get better? Well, do they go they, through some sort of a psychological evaluation once, like, before they're let go? Because I think that makes a lot of sense is to really, like, make sure that this person is fit for society. And if they are, what exactly are we going to give to them? Are, we, are they yeah. safe enough in society to have guns, like, legally? Like, what is it exactly... Um, that we are willing to give this person. Maybe they're still crazy. I don't. They can know. be. I think they have. Like, here's the thing, guys. If you pay, if you if you do your time in jail, you're out. You don't have to. You don't have to feel. I don't think they they make you feel anything. They don't have to do a psychological test to make That's sure. Weird. I don't think so. Well, some it, it, some it, things they do. Well, some to, things sure. Like what? Murder, child molestation. That yeah, sort of thing. that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah. yeah there's there's prison uh, psychologists. I like, think they should all go in and have an evaluation. Oh right well, before they leave. I mean, in, in the '80s, oh. uh, Ronald Reagan like stopped funding institutions for mentally insane people. Oh so yeah, they just let insane people into the streets because right. they were done funding it. Those people all get to vote, and they're just crazy, like that's legitimately true. crazy. Well, there's a lot of them are homeless still. Anyway, guys, Rocket we're getting off track. We're, we're, off course. Get, we're getting off track. Uh, guys, ex-prisoners shouldn't feel like they're totally off the hook for committing a crime after they get out of jail. Crimes have consequences. So this is one of those consequences that could be a deterrent to do the crime in the first place. So if you're going to go ahead and do some petty bullshit and uh, maybe steal a car or vandalize or burn down a building, arson, like whatever, as long as it's not murder, that's not petty. But like people should know that crimes have consequences, and one of those consequences is you fuck up, you lose your right to vote. I like the idea of a robber. Like, I'm not going to rob this bank yeah. until after the general election because I can't wait to cast <laughs> exactly. my vote for president. Yeah, for, that, for If a, that's part of their thought process, I'd be impressed. Can't wait to vote for a criminal and a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, it may be irrelevant because the state governor may not even have the authority to enact such a law, even if you think ex-prisoners should have the right to vote. This is from NPR. It says here, no governor of this commonwealth until now this is the Virginia Supreme Court. No governor of this commonwealth until now has even suggested that such power exists. The only governors who have seriously considered the question concluded that no such power exists. So even if the governor wanted to repeal this law or enact a law that, that ex-felons can, uh, can vote, he doesn't have the authority to do so And in a blanket sweep. He does have the authority on a case-by-case basis. Maybe that's enough. However, the story says that 200,000 people were given the right to vote. I think that that's a very that's a very large sweep. There's no way you're doing it case by case. So back to your point, Mikey. Hmm. If they just allow two hundred thousand ex felons to vote, you're you're casting a huge net there. You're probably going to get some serious offenders. You're probably going to get some people who've done they've committed homicide, some some rapists. You're probably going to get some child molesters. You're going to get some some bad guys in there. Okay, how, but first of all. On a kind of unrelated note, how many people? How many out of the two hundred thousand are actually going to vote? Let's be real. Yeah. Okay. That's that's bullshit. Well, I'm 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 bullshitting. Yeah. But okay. Out of the two hundred thousand, yes. When you make me look like that kind of guy, I look like a piece of shit. Yeah, you're right. But um, <laughs> I I think I think in a fantasy world we can go by case by case basis. But I maybe I'm maybe I'm a little. 
buzzer me. I, yeah, I'm here a you piece go. of shit. Ed Austin. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. So again, the main argument is that these criminals have broken a contract with society. So again, why should we honor the, the contract that society has with them? Here's the thing. Laws only exist insofar as we all abide by them. There are no, there are no such thing as laws. They're human constructs. We all just agree, like we're sitting in this room right now, agreeing tacitly not to murder each other. Because that's, that's a kind of understood, it would be uh, a party foul, sure. right? A podcast yeah. foul, yeah. for sure. Don't kill your co-host. Well, yeah, that's yeah. where morality comes from. Yeah. What, just podcast. social Well, that, that we've all kind of agreed, you know, that uh, it's not okay to be walking down the sidewalk and just have the, you know, be well, murdered. At one, at one Society point, doesn't tolerate that because it could happen to you. At one right. point, this was how things were. And then we go, by the way, you, you should be able to club your ca- fellow caveman. Like, that's not cool. <laughs> Well, he took my... Those laws have been around for a while. This guy's like an anthropologist over there. true. I had no idea that happened. (laughs) Anthropologist Austin. So, Mikey, earlier you said... No, wait, before you get off that point, this is like you being a child going, oh, you stole from the cookie jar, no TV this week. Right. And then it's like, no TV forever because you took that cookie from the cookie jar. Well, depends on the severity of the crime, Austin. But yeah, I agree. If the if the crime is severe enough, yeah, no cookie ever again. What did you do? No, did you did you throw a baseball through Mr. Wilson's window? Okay, no no TV this week. Oh wait, oh you fucked a you fucked a uh, um a, a, the, the, the neighbor's dog. This? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> cookie jar, Mr. Wilson. What fucking century are we living in right now? <laughs> I'm glad you guys got the Mr. Uh, the, the Dennis the Menace reference there. Uh, but yeah, anyway, if you if you steal someone's car, that's a little bit more severe. Maybe it's no TV for the rest of your life. I don't like it. <laughs> well, no, that's, that's, yeah, that, that's, that'll be one kid that'll never break the fucking law again, I'll tell you that. Amen to that, Rucka. Yeah. What, Sean, is that <laughs> He'll the also line? also never get a date. No, that's an exaggerated, like stealing a car is not. What about murder? What about, seriously, what about murder? murder? Yeah. That's, Let's say kid- that's, the, that's about the worst thing you can do in our society. Do you guys remember the Ubermensch? The story from the 1920s, there were these two kids, I think they were brothers, they were extremely smart, really high IQ, I think in the upwards of 150, 140, something, just oh, like yeah. crazy the Mond- high IQ. The Mendoza brothers? What are you is doing? that what it is? Yeah, that's what you're saying. The two really, they're like smart, rich kids, like, yeah. oh, we're just seeing if we no, can murder some people. No, no not in that? the 1920s? No, I think, this was a lot No, you're sooner. talking about Eric and Lyle Menendez, No, right? not the Menendez oh. brothers. No, we're no, talking no. about the Ubermensch. They were yeah, from yeah. the, ni- I think the around, around the 1920s. These guys were very, uh, like you said, Austin, they were rich, they were educated, they were very smart, and and they were bored. So they wanted to see if they could make they could get away with the perfect crime. And I think this is what spawned a billion crime novels and TV shows and CSI and things like that. And basically they're they're real life supervillains. So they conspired to try to, I think, to kill a boy. And they tried to create the perfect crime where no one could, could ever track them down. They eventually fucked up and they left some traces, uh, some traces behind and they got caught. But these guys were trying to put put a thumb in the in the eye of the law, right? They were trying to say that they're better than everyone else. So these are the type of people, if you have if you have people like this breaking laws with impunity, yeah, maybe it is forever. I don't think it's exaggerated to say, yeah, fuck you, you don't get to vote anymore. This You broke society's contract. Get the fuck out of here. And then back to Mikey's point, yeah, a lot of these criminals, if they're in jail for 20 years, they're not going to be educated voters. Look, guys, the, the right to vote, 
Educated voters. Yeah, it's important. Uh, the right, like everybody. They might be though. Voters. They might. Some of them get yeah. degrees in there. Some of them have nothing to do but read. Well, that's true. Yeah, but then, probably then it should be a case by case basis. Well, that's the that's my argument for the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Because this is there's way too many shades of gray to to do a one size fits all solution to this. Uh, what was it like uh, when you guys elected Mussolini? Could felons <laughs> vote in that election? Or? Yeah, nobody voted in that election. Oh, oh yeah. He just kind of announced his. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, yeah. Classic. He Kind of Italian. stepped up and yeah. Yeah. classic Italian heritage. Right. Of course, right he there. doesn't want anyone no. voting. No, look, that's you know Italy. You know all those you know the uh, powers over there. Just... They're painted as bad, but you know there's a little dispute over some land. Hey, let's just you know we'll, we'll vote on the pizza toppings and uh, <laughs> it's, it's enough of that. Enough, enough <laughs> the of slice that. of Sean coming up. <laughs> but uh, oh, but moving man. on, guys, uh, real quick. This is the final point I want to make. The what you said. Uh, what you said, Mikey, is that. The the criminals, the ex felons who come out of jail might not be educated enough to have a meaningful vote. Uh, a meaningful vote, and mm. guys, the ability to vote. You think that oh, we should have liberty, and liberty should trump all, but it doesn't. Don't use Trump in this. I don't like it. It it doesn't because liberty liberty cannot can only exist for an educated populace. If you don't even know what you're voting for, your vote doesn't really matter. I guarantee you. Everybody in this room are listening. You're going to go and vote. Even if you choose to go and vote uh, for the general election, there's uh, like 30 other things you vote for in that thing. You, besides True. President. And I, I guarantee you, you don't know half of the other things. And people are like Googling last minute, like, oh, what do I do for referendum? Whatever. Oh, I'm just going to vote Democratic Party line because I don't know what the fuck this shit is. It's like even the people that have the right to vote, they still don't know what's going on. Like They don't well, educate themselves on the thing. Well, hell, the number one Google search in the U.K with the Brexit thing is what is the European Union? So you think America isn't any more educated than that? Well, As we were saying, the average person has the education of a third grader like throughout the country. That's like the thing. The no, I, I, I fundamentally disagree with that. I think education is the number one, the main reason that people have liberty. If you don't have education, if you don't know how to read, if you don't know how to vote, if you don't know what's at stake, you don't know who the candidates are, you don't know what the issues are, your vote is irrelevant. You might as well just add a random element to all the voting. There's, it makes no difference at all. <laughs> Austin. All right. Anyway, guys, we're uh, we're running out of time. I wish I could spend a little bit more time on the side of the debate, but uh, I think that you're all wrong and you're all idiots. Um, but moving on, guys, I have some quick stories in the news. I don't know if you've heard this. I think you have, Mikey. Mm-hmm. There's a girl named Marina Joyce, and she's a big YouTuber. Mm-hmm. I guess she wasn't before this happened, but she is now. Uh, she was a big YouTuber who made a video recently. And she, there's all these conspiracy theories floating around about this girl where she was kidnapped by ISIS and she was sending secret messages to her fans. You know about this? Yeah, there's like a split second in the video where it sounds like someone or possibly her says, help me. But I've also listened to it really closely and think it might be white noise. I think yeah. it just might be just a f- – and the internet is having its way with it. And how did ISIS get – involved in that how did any of this you know because the internet got involved with it yeah of course there's an article here it's actually from forbes it says on the marina joyce conspiracies and bad cyber sleuthing so they're shitting on all these people uh so i brought in the clip i want to play this clip and and i'll play it a couple times for you guys to hear but supposedly she says help me in this clip right listen to this and this is the dress that i'm wearing Did you hear right there? Right I, after I could even make that out. Here it is. Listen. And this is the dress that I'm wearing. Right there. Like a whisper. Very, very soft whisper. Yeah. Like this is like bull. With I mean, speaking yeah. without air in your lungs. Like, 
Yeah. So, well, well, then it got a little bit weird because when it started trending on Twitter, I looked at, I, I thought, who the fuck is this? What is this new bullshit I have to worry about for the Madcast? You worry about this for, stuff? <laughs> well, for the, for the best debate in the universe, Austin, I bring in topical stories. So I thought, oh, God, it's another fucking thing I have to look up. All right. And now I watched it, and there was a clip of her on this live streaming network where one of her fans was worried about her, right, because she had bruises on her and some other weird stuff. Oh, yeah. The fan, the fan said, if you're in trouble, say... Hey guys, how's it going? That's what that's what it was. And so right after the fan wrote that, she said, "Hey guys, how's it going?" I think what you said when you opened this thing is like this new YouTube celebrity or she wasn't a celebrity before this happened. This thing has blown her up and she's running with it cuz this is the biggest publicity she's ever had. So yeah. why not why not run with this white noise and let it keep playing itself out longer and longer. And eventually the FBI comes in, kicks in the door and is like no, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, since it's since this has whole come out, uh, she says she's fine, everything's fine, she's not kidnapped by ISIS. Oh. It may have been a PR stunt, but here's yeah, what uh, exactly here's what Forbes says. It says when imagining an e detective that gets it so wrong and garners massive media attention, the mind typically conjures up a basement dwelling neckbeard who frequents 4chan, Reddit, and anonymous IRC channels. The Marina Joyce conspiracy theorists have effectively squashed that stereotype, proving that even teen girls who love beauty vloggers can be raging keyboard investigators. And I think this this journalist wanted to use a different word than investigators, but he said, he says here, we are all potential e detectives now, and the bad behavior the internet cool kids used to cluck their tongues at is commonplace. I love this writing this is a really good article from forbes i'll link to it on the website anyway marina joyce i guess that's one of the conspiracy theories going yeah. around sounds stupid to me yeah we live yeah. in a world where everyone feels that they have the right to do anything ever and be anything they want man you are fucking speaking my language yeah i know i sound like a get off my lawn guy yeah you do sean <laughs> i absolutely i was born a get off my lawn guy by you the say, way you sound like you get a scrotum on your head. That's what you all deserve. <laughs> he sounds more like Steve Carell every time I hear it. I think it. it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, one last headline in the news. This is, I, I keep telling my dog friends this. My, my friend, some of my friends are dog people, and I keep telling them this. You're friends with the dog people? <laughs> Good joke, Austin. Really something here. You know? I'll do it for you. Austin. Oh, yeah. I thought I was getting a bad people. one. This is from the BBC. English bulldog health problems prompt crossbreeding call. So here's the thing, guys. English bulldogs shouldn't exist. The only reason they exist They're is done. because they were bred that way. And these dogs have so many health problems. They have trouble breathing. They get skin infections all the time. They can they can barely see, I think, because their their uh, their head is scrunched they up. They can't yeah. be born without cesarean. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, because their whatever. heads are so big. Why I actually know a lot of stupid facts, as you probably know. Yeah. But that breed, because I know people who have had them, that breed from the mid 1800s when they started developing them, right. they, it came from like 68 individuals. That's all there was. 68, 68 French, different French dogs. No, English bulldogs. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Well, they're saying here that crossing. Oh, wow. cro yeah, it <laughs> is actually. That's weird. Yeah, these dog, this entire lineage is doomed. It says crossing the English bulldog with another breed is the best way to ensure its survival, scientists have argued. Uh, due to centuries of selective breeding for physical traits, the bulldog has become so inbred that it cannot be returned to health without an infusion of new bloodlines. This is, so basically, this is a dog that needs to fuck its way out of its problems. Yeah, sounds <laughs> I don't think right. I don't think they can fuck without help. Yeah, I don't think so, huh? Yeah, you, maybe we go help them out. Austin, you go you go help out that English bulldog fuck. We're, we're good. We're good. All right, guys, this is a long episode. we got to wrap this up. But uh, before we go, Austin, real quick, tell us about your art project. 
It's soup-flavored blankets. Soup-flavored blankets, that's right. right. Uh, we, we serve soup to people in Deep Playa. I think your listeners will get a kick out of our Yelp reviews. Why is that? Um, well, because uh, the first the first half of the week, we just gave away the soup and we realized we're just giving away shit for free and right. people taking advantage of us. Fuck you. So then we closed the free stuff up and make them go to the window. And then we made them like share a joke or like a talent or sing a song or do a dance or do something to earn their soup. Right. And if they didn't have anything, they would bitch to us like, why are we going to do something for free soup? Like, because it's not free anymore, asshole. Yeah. Uh, and then you would- Like my shirts. Yeah. At Comic-Con. You have to do the um or ah uh game. Yeah, yeah. So you, hippies don't even want to barter anymore? You know what? Talk <laughs> about entitled. It, you know what? I they gave know. a lot of shit to a lot of like the West Coast, Silicon Valley kind of Hollywood people because like, these guys are pulling their multi-million dollar vehicles and with their yeah. big fur jackets. and They fly in. Yeah, and they're just like, oh, give me soup. And like this one guy in particular was just like, oh, you want to hear a joke? And he points to the guy to his left, like, tell him a joke. No, oh, fuck that. And then the guy to the left tells me a joke, and I go, "Good, you get the soup." He goes, "That's my soup." I go, "No, you tell me a fucking joke. You get yeah. some soup." And then, like, some guy whispered a joke to his ear, and then he said the joke, and then I gave the soup to the guy that was right because, like, that's not your joke; that's his joke. You're just using his words. Now you're just fucking with him. And then, and then he was like, "Do you know who I am?" And he's like, "Some big manager oh, here fuck in that Hollywood." Guy. Who I was cares? like, "Yeah, you're the scum of the earth. Fuck yeah. you." Like, you know, buy like, your soup, shithead. Yeah, if you manage all these celebrities, you must have a good fucking story somewhere. And yeah, let's see what you got. So. <laughs> You know, some people have, like, really good uh, songs. This one uh, Russian guy would come and do the Seth MacFarlane boobs song. Mm-hmm. He would come back every night and do the same song, but he killed it, and he had his weird Russian accent. I go, why do you keep coming back here and singing the song? He's like, because I don't have food, and you guys are the only people that will feed me. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad. So uh, what's with the Yelp so, so basically this lady, like, waited an hour in our line in the freezing cold, and she got up to the line. She thought it was like going to be gourmet soup, like no. like fucking. What do you French, expect? It's a fucking French desert. Onion. Yeah, we're, we're like everybody's we're, frying on acid yeah, making a fucking but, soup. Know, what do you expect? Yeah. So so it, you know Nevada Health Department regulations say we have to give out single serving soup that they can handle whatever. So she wanted like this fancy soup, and all we had was like ramen. And she just got angry. He's like, ah, "You guys are horrible." He's like, "I'm going to write you guys the worst Yelp review ever." <laughs> oh. And then and we were like, "Yes, please, please." leave this once a year art installation that's up for a week and a Yelp review telling us how horrible we are. Please, we encourage everybody to write these Yelp reviews for us because our business depends on it. So now you have... And and now, like, everybody who was, like, there that night is like, oh, here's a a Yelp review. Like, these guys are pieces of shit. Fuck (laughs) them. Um, So, like, if your listeners, even if they've never been there, they can write a Yelp review on how much they hate us. Oh, okay. Or, you know, so we we encourage uh, that. Uh, the best debate listeners, go to Yelp and look for soup-flavored blankets and write a shitty review. I look for You know, maybe I'll bring some of these in next week. So read some of these shitty reviews. I love reading I mean, there's reviews. already a bunch of shitty reviews. You want to plug your Indiegogo, you got to tell a joke. Uh, we've had people write in the book, and they would leave jokes and some kind of whatever. And right. this is from the, the book. And the, the joke was, how is a relationship and a shit similar? How's that? If you have to force it, it's no good. Hmm. It's okay. A little, it's kind it's of a little heady. Yeah. yeah. It's very yeah. philosophical. All right, Austin. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll link to your Indiegogo on the website. I'll give you that. It's soup flavored blankets. Uh, All right. We're on Indiegogo. Uh, 
you know, a dollar helps and uh, we got prizes and crap like right. that. Great. Are people ever mad that they can't eat the blankets? Uh, I've actually created a blanket that you can eat soup out of. So when they bitch, I'm ready for it. All right, guys. Now that you've listened to the episode, don't forget to vote on the website, madcastmedia.com. I'll link to it. Raka Raka, thank you for being the deputy moderator. Mikey Boltz, thank you as well. Can uh, they vote if they're felons? No, felons do not vote on the website. Thank you, Austin, for joining. And most of all, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, I was just calling to say hi. Uh, this guy. Love the podcast. I think it's great. Um, <laughs> I don't want to be a bee in your bonnet, but I still haven't gotten <laughs> my free shirt in the mail. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think the post office is really screwing up over here um i called last week saying that i'd be in the utah area for a wedding and that you know maybe like when i'm there i could you know if you had like a warehouse since i know you're from utah like i could potentially pick up a shirt directly no. okay no 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 look all right you know you should you, just send them to the warehouse to pick yeah them up. you know what no. maddox now, now it's my reputation on the line yeah we may, we gave our word out Okay, you especially. I did not. This never actually happened. <laughs> you know who this guy is? I, you know who he reminds me of is Lumberg from Office Space. He's like a persistent Lumberg. Yeah. Yeah. That's how, that's why I'm going to start calling that guy. He's a persistent Lumberg. Lumberg looked like about a large, right? He's like yeah, skinny no, no, but no, tall. No. no, we're not doing that. All right, here's one more. Sean, here's another French joke. Oh, good. From that guy. I think you'll like this one. Hey, Sean. <laughs> came up with a French joke for you, but it stinks. Ha 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 ha